This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We are delighted to bring to you another episode of HFC Chat. Finally, Davo, we are sitting here after a huge three points last time out against Swindon. Ollie Finney, baby. Yeah, there is no better way to start this episode by looking back at last week's 2-1 win. I mean, huge one. It's massive is what I put in my tweet. I mean, I don't really want to discredit the lads too much, but on the whole, I didn't really think the performance was out great. And I don't think the players would disagree. I mean, I've seen little snippets um, from Edon Perutti's pre-match interview today. Obviously, this has been recorded the day before Grimsby. And even he said last week, you know, regardless of the win, you know, the performance wasn't good enough. And I like that. You know, the players aren't being distracted by the win. Yes, it's great, but they are looking at that win for what it was. Yes, three points, but ultimately it's a performance that they know they can improve on. And I think that's down to Askey's mindset as well, because in the past we've had managers who've been like, oh, what a brilliant win, we've got three points, but we know full well, based on what we've seen of Askey and the points that we've picked up in terms of draws, that he's never satisfied. I like that, like you've alluded to there. It's it's massive, you know, you can't become complacent, especially at this time of the season. It's a huge three points, and we can't let... Wins like this distract us and we need to look at things retrospectively and it is a huge three points granted but in terms of the performance there is huge improvements to be made and hopefully you know it's been a good week of work on the training ground and we can go there tomorrow against Grimsby and put in a much better performance. Um, But I mean look, I, I did think the second half again for the second week in a row substitutions have obviously changed the game for Pools. You know, obviously you got to a point through the game where Askey has thought again, right, okay, let's take a centre-back off. Um, you and Merry, whether he was injured or not, I can't quite remember. Apparently he was injured, I think, according to one of the lads, but even still, he, he's went for it and we saw positive impacts from the bench. Um, like you said in the introduction, that man, Oliver, Oliver Finney, I mean, what a goal by him. I know, obviously, he scored the winner, but... And I don't want to discredit Conor Jennings, because, obviously, 
his performances, you know, as of late, have been absolutely terrific. And yet again, his performance in the second half against Swindon has been well deserved. Well, the goal was well deserved by Connor, but yeah, that man Oliver Finney, wow, what a goal! You know, that picked up the ball in his own half, ran forward in acres of space, and finished that goal absolutely brilliantly. That shot, impeccable, and it's left. John asks you with a lot of questions, I'm sure. You know, does he make changes this week? Does he gamble? Does he bring in the likes of Wes MacDonald, Oliver Finney? Only he knows what he's going to do this weekend. But I think it's it's refreshing for both us and the gaffer, the fact that he's got people sat on the bench who he knows can come on and have an impact off the bench. And I will just finish by saying it was great to see our good friend Tom Crawford return to the pitch last week. Obviously, we all know... Well, we know how hard he's been working off the field to get back to this point. So it has been a long time coming for Crofts and hopefully he can have a, a good impact between now and the end of the season. Well, yeah, as you just touched on there, we, you know, we've spoken to him frequently through his, through his rehab period and it, you know I'm sure he won't mind ad, us admitting that it, it's been tough. It, it's been a long road and, and that's something I said to him after the game last week. You know, it It's been a tough road, but you're back and, and hopefully we see... You know him going to bigger and better things as the season comes to an end. He's able to affect the performances, and and it was fantastic to see him back on the pitch. As you've touched on, you talk about the performance. I, I think the way you've looked at it is a really good way of looking at it. I don't think until I thought the start was really poor, extremely poor. I know Askiel have been fuming about that, but how many times are we going to and I'm not going to be negative massively but how many times have we given the team an advantage and had to claw our way back and then recently we've gone ahead and not been able to hold on to it it's finding that balance isn't it as we move into the last games of the season and I think we all knew heading into that game that it was a must win especially after results had Crawley been picking up thankfully they got battered I think it was 4-1 last Saturday so that helped us massively but it wouldn't have really been that much different if we hadn't managed to get those three points. I was saying to my dad when we sat there watching it and, you know, we were in the ground feeling that sense of frustration, but you could feel something was building and Jennings, Colin Jennings is, is a fantastic player. We are going to touch on it. It's going to be something that we bring into the podcast towards the end of the season. We're going to talk about a specific player and his performances. We talked about you and Murray um, last week about the kind of, revolution of him so to speak and the evolution and now this week we'll talk about Connor Jennings who's been a consistent performer in terms of the effort and you know he's recently been able to convert um, his chances into some goals and the only thing I'm gutted for him is that he's only been celebrating equalisers and getting us back in the game we've had to go again Um, but yeah Ollie Finney what a finish I mean he's run the length of the half and I honestly have not experienced an atmosphere like that. Edon again touched on it in the um, in the interview he did, but he wasn't obviously here last season. But I have not experienced an atmosphere at the Vic like that since Rotherham, Papa John semi-final. Without doubt, there's been nothing come close to that. But Saturday, I can just watch it again and again and again when we equalised and you had Crofts going absolutely divvy. You had the players going divvy on the other side. But then, wow when the Vic got bounced and it got bounced, I mean, we equalised and it just went up another notch. Like Every single stand was joining in, which was great to see, and that's exactly what we need. Um, and then that winner, wow. I mean, that was 
unbelievable. The release of emotion, I think, by so many people, the frustration, the letting out of that. But to see the lads respond in the way they did and see how much they really do care and how much they really are up for this fight was special. And it's what we needed heading into this big game at Grimsby. Um, you know, we, we can, I think, with Crawley being two points ahead of as we as we stand, we'll be able, if we win tomorrow and Crawley uh, lose, then we'll be out of that relegation zone heading into Easter Monday, which again will be a massive boost. Now, this is part one of a long um, episode that we will be doing because we want to give you the best amount of content and sometimes we can't produce it in weeks, but being back in the town and being able to record together has enabled us to do this long um, episode which you will be listening in two parts with the second part released on Saturday evening or Sunday ahead of um, Monday's clash against Stevenage hopefully we'll be reviewing a fantastic performance um, from the lads at Grimsby but yeah it was it was a massive relief and it really did bring the players and the fans even closer and I think it'll be a massive boost heading into the game against Grimsby which Pulls fans are travelling there as ever in the numbers. 1,200. I mean, that's just unbelievable. The next part of part one is the polls section. And thank you to everyone who's got involved with that. We've had over 178 on the first one. One thing I'll say whilst we're on the topic of polls is when you do um, see one on Twitter always check the feed because most likely and we will be doing this for the Grimsby after the Grimsby game heading to Easter Monday we will be doing polls and if you follow it through it's like a series of questions so you, you tend to notice that the votes go down when we're looking at the answers um, because people haven't twigged that it's a, it's a feed so just in general for listeners if you have Twitter and you do vote then just make sure you follow the thread through but the first question we put out was who's your player of the month for March and why so Mo Silla took over half of those 178 votes he's the winner got Dan Kemp on 70 on 7% and uh, Colin Jennings on 42 let's just have a quick touch on that Davo very briefly do you a agree with the vote for the player of the month and b why or why not for the reasoning as to who your player is <sighs> I mean, it's hard to disagree, isn't it? Moore's been absolutely exceptional. Um, Askey's just brought another kind of level and dimension to his performances. He just seems to get his feet and legs around everything. <laughs> he, he is honestly, and I've said it numerous times, this expression, but it is as if 30% of the earth is covered by water, the rest <laughs> by Mohamed Saleh. <laughs> he is just... It's like accept- Inspector Gadget with his legs, isn't he, as well? He is. always get everywhere. Yeah, just long, stringy legs, and he can just <laughs> seem to get on the end of everything. So it's hard to argue, but for me personally, it is close with Conor Jennings because I think in the last month he's been exceptional. I won't go on too much because, like you've alluded to already, we have got another segment of this episode where we'll talk about Conor Jennings. But what I will say is as well, I want to give a big shout-out because I think he's gone massively under the radar in the last month, and that is goalkeeper Jakub Stolacek. He made some exceptional saves against Bradford away, which kept us in the game. He made an exceptional save against Swindon at home, which he didn't really know much about. So I want to give a little bit of a mention and a bit of credit to the goalkeeper. 
Oh, definitely. And you must have been practicing his last name on repeat because he uh, struggled quite a lot like the rest of us when he first joined the club. But as you say, it is hard to dispute the vote. I would personally find it difficult to differentiate between the two. I think mm. that both would be worthy winners of the Player of the Month. But as you say, we're going to talk about Conor Jennings a little bit later on in this episode. So the second one, which performance impressed you most out of the last four? So we've got Swindon, which was obviously the 2-1 win last weekend, uh, which actually did win with 39% of the vote. The Orient game, was one, which was one all, took 21%. Bradford, 37%. And Northampton, one all. For me personally, despite it being a win last week, I would go with Bradford, 2-all. Due to the fact that it was the most complete performance, and I guess the circumstances that we were going there, I know personally, and as we've touched on in the podcast, so we don't already have to, we don't have to back. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hang on about it. Is the fact that I said we would probably get battered (laughs) 4-0. But honestly, that was one of the best performances I've seen from a pull side in a very long time. Obviously, the three points is massive last weekend, but I don't think it was that complete of a performance as we've already touched on in the preview so I don't know what your um, match out the the, the, the mm. performance sorry I'll get my words out the performance that has impressed you most out of the last four would be for you it is tough because obviously like you've just touched on there Bradford was and I said it in my tweet after the game it was the best and most complete forms of the season but I think because of the fact that we won and how important three points was on Saturday and how big that could be for the rest of our season I think on that Alone, I'm gonna to have to say Swindon two one. Yeah, fair I know what you're saying, and I, I, I'm not disagreeing. But I think in circumstances, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I completely understand that, and you can see why the listeners have voted. So we'll go with number three. Does Ollie Finney start against Grimsby? Now, I had a very interesting conversation with my dad, and I think we slightly touched on it in the group chat after that game. Obviously, he scores the winner. He comes on. He looks really good, and it would be hard to not give him that chance you kind of feel bad wouldn't you that you're not giving him a chance to start because he's come in he he scored the winning goal in what is a crucial three points however I'm still give him another game off the bench and if perhaps give him a bit longer if he comes on can impact it again then that gives you thought for um for moving forward I know you sh- you're nodding your head there Davos so we'll, we'll move on from that one and 76% it's always nice to know listeners do agree with what you're saying uh, with 76% of them saying sticking on the bench the next one is a really good topic to debate and and one that I know we touched on after the game it's been dis- 
discussed a lot after he came on against Orient and positively impacted that game as well. But it's the second week in a row that we've um, seen Wes 5,301 stepovers McDonald um, <laughs> have an unbelievable impact off the bench. Um, and 53%, over half of those that have voted, we nearly had 100 voters on this um, individual poll, have said that without doubt he is best coming off the bench as an impact sub. 34% of you said he should get 30 minutes and 13% interestingly said he should start now I'm not going to talk about this one Dav I'm going to hand it over to you and you can give us your thoughts on where you stand with this one oh, again it is really tough we've had this conversation with our group of mates for me I'm going to agree with the consensus that 53% of people there I do think he is best off the bench as an impact sub I really do. I just think, for me personally, I don't know who I drop first and foremost to even allow mm-hmm. him to come mm-hmm. into the team. It would, it would arguably mean you're dropping a centre half to allow the formation change to maybe change into that four three three to allow Wes to play out wide. And we- then you'd have to, if you think about, it, you've already got Kemp, you've got Jennings, you've got Umra, and you've got Wes. If you if you dropped a centre half and brought Wes in. So you've obviously got to drop one of them. You're not going to drop Dan Kemp. You're not going to drop Jennings. No. So it would have to be Josh Umrah, which is another whole other debate, isn't it? But yeah. do carry on. Sorry for interrupting. No, no, it's an interesting one. I think... I think at the moment we're, we're seemingly getting success with these so-called impact subs, you know, playing into the second half, maybe mm. making changes after 60, 65, 70 minutes and bringing on your Wes McDonald's, your Oliver Finney's. I think at the moment, I would leave it at that, in my opinion. I mean, the listeners might disagree, but that's the way I ultimately see things. No, fair enough. Some well-made points there. And finally, and I guess what everyone's going to be thinking about, is how will Pills get on at Grimsby in tomorrow's Good Friday fixture? Now, we always do our predictions after a match preview, Davo, but before you... Before I give out the results, what are you thinking? Big three points, point or defeat? Oh, absolutely not. I'm going big three points. I'm going to go 2-1, Pills win. Wow. I'm with the uh, 73% as well on that big three points with 24% saying we'll get a solid point. 3%, whoever you are, saying uh, get a defeat. I mean, it's your opinion, that's absolutely Mm. fine. But I think that's a pretty negative mindset after... Um, the recent results and the recent performances that we've put in so that concludes the polls that we put out once again thank you to everyone who, who did get involved and did contribute um, towards those um, those polls it always makes the episodes much better and always allows us to spark a bit of conversation around that so thank you very much for that the next topic of discussion Davo is Connor Jennings and we're trying to talk a little bit more about individual players. Now, Ewan Murray, as I said at the start of the podcast, is someone that's kind of come back as a different person. But Conor Jennings has always had that work rate, hasn't he? Yeah. I mean, this guy is what... I mean, we've both used this phrase numerous times when talking about this guy, workhorse. It's as simple as that. I mean, arguably one of our best signings of, of January, if not our best, I know you could arguably put Dan Kemp in there but he's a close second he really is I mean this guy graphs in and out of possession like you don't believe 
And I think it's testament to Conor Jennings as a professional footballer because I think it doesn't matter who you're a fan of. I think anyone who supports a club where he's played at have always come away with wonderful reviews of Conor Jennings. I don't think anyone in football would have a bad word to say about this bloke. Honestly, I, I could go on all day talking about this guy, but he, he's, he's, he sensationally really isn't. The goals that he scored have been nothing more than deserved. You know, hopefully, you know, he can get himself some more goals between now and the end of the season. I'm sure he will. But, and I'm going to say something very controversial here. You've, you've mentioned his name in that previous segment, but I do much prefer him over his strike partner at the moment. Josh Mera. Completely, completely agree. But there's a question I've got for you here, right? And it's something that I've seen on Twitter and it's something that me and Dad, actually Dad brought it up when I was at the game last week, when we were at the game, and, it, and he said, would you make Connor Jennings captain? Would you build a team around him? Does he have those leadership skills? And for me, it's a yes. Definite yes. Connor Jennings is exactly what you want in a Hartlepool United player. Now, you've you've said it and rightly said it, it's what you want any football club, someone who gives it their all and someone who, when the chips are down, will fight and fight and fight and never stop. Would you give him that captaincy as well, moving forward? Because for me, he's a better leader than Nicky Featherston. <laughs> Big statement, I know. It is, it is. Um, I wouldn't hesitate. I think if an opportunity arose where you're looking at that leader, if, if there is some, if, God forbid, there was an incident where you needed to choose a new captain then I would never say no to Conor Jennings you know I think like you've touched on already he's got a lot of good characteristics that you need especially in these moments where where sadly we are at the moment where you're fighting for safety he has all all the traits that you need the fight desire you know he's got passion in he's here in he wants to be here he wants to make a difference you know and I think on that basis yeah I would never never say no to to see him wearing the armband. Yeah, there's nothing more I can really add on on the player we've talked about. His work rate, he's got his contributions up recently and just someone who I think we're very fortunate to have. Yeah. So big thanks to uh, Dave Chaloner for sending him our way. You know, it was it was a big move from him. And I remember him saying actually that he wanted to send Connor to the club and he wanted him to do well. Um, and, you know, he really hoped that he would kick on. So that's just... It's just brilliant to have a player like that. We spoke to him, didn't we, after the um, Orient game, I think it was. And, you know, he just said, we just got to keep fighting the fight and I'll just keep doing everything I can. And, and that's exactly what we want in a player at Harlepool United and at our club, in, especially in the situation that we're in as we speak. Well, like you've touched on, it is time now for the preview for tomorrow's game away at Grimsby Town. And after the euphoria... Of Saturday's win over Swindon, Harvey United are back on the road, as I've just said, to face Grimsby Town on Good Friday. Kick-off at 3pm. The opposition, Grimsby Town, are 15th in League 2, having consolidated their position in the league after promotion last term. Combined with a fantastic FA Cup campaign, the Mariners will be delighted with what they've achieved this season. Led by manager Paul Hurst, Grimsby side features former Poolies, our infamous Irish midfielder Gavin Houlihan, defender Danny Amos and Bryn Morris. While Kieran Green was a youth player at Pools, he went on to make two senior appearances for Pools and he's since blossomed at Halifax Town, helping the share to the National League playoffs last season. 
This will be the 50th meeting between the sides, with Pills winning 19 of the previous encounters. Grimsby have won 23 games, while 9 matches have ended in a draw. Earlier this season, Pills were 2-1 victors at home, despite former Pooley Gavin Houlihan getting the opener. An Alex Lacey strike and a Neil Mahe own goal gave Keith Curlside the point. And in terms of team news, John Askey is close to a fully fit squad ahead of the Easter weekend with Tom Crawford making his long-awaited comeback against Swindon last time out. And as we know, the match is sold out. 1,200-plus ponies will be descending into Cleef Ops tomorrow to back the boys, hopefully, to three points. But... If you are one of the unfortunate ones and you aren't able to go tomorrow, as ever, you can catch the action live and I follow with all the options available on the club website. And on the note of club website, this brash preview is on there as well. Brilliant. Well, there's only one way to finish this episode and that's predictions. You've given yours already, which uh-huh. was a 2-1 pose win. We're due a clean sheet, mate. I'm going to go with <sighs> a nice 2-0 pose win. Um, we're going to play confident football, positive football, and uh, we'll go go down there and come back up the road with three points, fingers crossed. But we're now off to watch Rory McIlroy in the Masters. Unfortunately, not there live, um, but if we were there live, we'd be missing Grimsby tomorrow. So it's all swings and roundabouts. But as ever, keep the faith, back the boys, and never say die. We will see you in part two. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.